Hey guys, a very very warm welcome to another episode of People's Stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are going to talk about a profession which is very very relevant from today's perspective and this is a very exciting journey to take over in today's time. And yes, I am talking about digital marketing. So did you know that according to a study there are around 3.2 billion social media users who are active every day which translates to about 42% of the population. And of course, having said these statistics, you can imagine why each and every company in today's time is wanting to move to a digital platform because that's how you want to market yourself, right? So this particular episode is entirely dedicated to understanding every single thing about digital marketing, about what can you expect, about what is the plethora of opportunities or the vastness of this particular field, what all can you explore uh, and many more things. So without any further ado, let's get right into the episode. Welcome to People's Stories. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host Priyanka Oja and I hope you enjoy the session. Hey guys, welcome, welcome again. Thank you so much for staying tuned in. Before we jump into the episode, if in case you guys are interested to know about more career opportunities, about what people exactly do or just behind the scenes of people's stories, feel free to follow us on Instagram or just send me a connect invite on LinkedIn. A very warm welcome to everybody in today's episode of People's Stories. Today we have Shreya Gulati in the episode with us. She is working as a creative strategist with Byte Dance, which is the parent company of TikTok and has previous experience with with firms like Kalp Taru or Jubong or a lot of other startups. She's done her bachelor's in design and master's in management. So Uh, marketing. So we are going to talk more about all of this stuff. But at the beginning, Shreya, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for inviting me, Priyanka. I'm really happy. (laughs) The pleasure is all mine. Uh, So Shreya, I have already introduced you from my side. So how would you introduce yourself? What do you want to tell our audience about you? Uh, I am a marketing professional who's obsessed with storytelling. And uh, just obsessed with the kind of stories that you bring uh, on the people. On a personal note, I hail from Delhi. I did my education there. Then I lived in a couple of other cities. I uh, uh, love pets. I love uh, babies. I can. I think I can be a part-time babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you? Where are you based out of right now, Shreya? Right now, I'm living in Delhi, living at home. I spent uh, two years in Bombay, then last year during the pandemic, the onset of the pandemic. Okay, okay, that's nice. You And, and it's interesting to know that you also call it Bombay <laughs> instead of Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I can't just yeah, get myself to say Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Shreya, so what, what do you do in your uh, when you're not working? Uh, you can find me consuming content. I think I have a problem. I consume way too much content. You can uh, find me baking or working. Oh, wow. Okay. What's your favorite uh, flavor of cakes? I personally enjoy chocolate cakes the most. But I think what I make the best is a good carrot cake. 
carrot cake i had my first carrot cake when i was when i came here in germany and i was like blown away it was so nice so whoever whoever is listening to this and has not tried please either contact shreya <laughs> she might probably bake something for you <laughs> or get to a ccd near you and uh, and have it it's it's really nice so let's let's get to your uh, to your professional life and to your to what you do on a regular basis and those kind of stuff so tell me from the beginning where does your education start what are your bachelors what are your masters what did you study and how did you get into creative strategist area like what does it mean sure love talking about myself <laughs> so um i was always creatively inclined and i grew up in a family which was fixated on the idea that engineering will change your life back then i did not subscribe to this idea now i have much more respect for engineers because i understand what they do better so i uh, but back then i wanted to do something other than engineering to rebel and wanted to go against the cliched middle class dream of the early 2000s uh so i was exploring a couple of options i realized that i was creative i uh could write decently so i wanted to do something in that field i thought fashion communication or journalism something like that makes a lot of sense for me uh kind of looking at all the options i had with the colleges uh nif seemed like a good option i got into nif i uh, so i i got into a course i got textile design Uh, but I wanted to do fashion communication, so I thought, "Hey, let's give it a shot, and I'm sure I'll be able to figure out my way after that." So I studied textile design. Uh, then when I was doing my internship, I was just wanted to do a good internship. We have a project in that, so I joined this startup, which was which is a which is a concept brand and movie merchandise and Punjab inspired merchandise. So uh, when I got there, it was supposed to be a design internship, but I ended up doing a lot of content work there. I curated an art exhibition for them. Uh, curate. I I worked for a coffee table book for them, and I was working for social media, e-com, website content, everything. So PR also. So uh, I realized that my interest lies there, and my strength lies there, and this is something that I strongly believe in. uh while it's great to follow your interest it's it's important to follow your strengths because it sort of makes your life a little easier because you want to be rewarded you want to feel validated and you want to be somewhat successful in life and doing what you are good at really helps uh so yeah so then i consciously made efforts to pursue a career in writing until then uh i was doing content writing and this was 2013 14 so most of the opportunities in the writing space were in digital marketing that is how i got introduced to digital marketing at first it looked very boring it did not excite but the more i got into it the deeper i got into it the better it seemed like and then i was all the then i was i was completely nerding it out and i wanted to more about seo and really technical stuff also i wanted to know more about website designing so uh after that after i worked after that i worked for a good year and a half in digital marketing and in content marketing primarily 
uh, I realize it makes a lot of sense to do MBA so that I can and give my career the kind of acceleration that it needs at this stage. I was lucky to get into uh, this college called Micah, Ahmedabad. Uh, went there, lived the best two years of my life, learned a lot in classes and outside of classes. Had pretty great peer-to-peer learning. After that, I worked with uh, this real estate company based out of Bombay. Uh, after right after my MBA, this company was here. I had a performance marketing team. Uh, which was pretty great because it gave me a broader understanding of the business and the number side of things. I was working on an Excel sheet for the first time in my life. I was given targets with respect to leads or or bookings or revenue that you had to generate, and I think it helped me close the loop because until now I only understood that oh this is a good ad film, oh this is good content. But now I understood the business, the business uh, aspect of these things also. Then uh, last year, I think I got what I can call is the closest to my dream job, which is I ended up at uh, TikTok. I am and I'm here right now. I am working as a creative strategist for TikTok. I help brands uh, advertise on TikTok. We call it we help brands walk the talk. And uh, every day I'm working with new brands on new pitches, uh, and dealing with some very interesting people, getting inspired every day by the whole world of TikTok. So it's been pretty great, and I think in between all of this, there's been a lot of freelancing work. There's I've just been experimenting with a lot of things. I've worked with uh, freelance magazines. I've worked with e-commerce startups, freelance with them, worked with edtech startups, which has really helped me grow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Shreya, so I am like, I am a novice, you can say. I do not know any single thing about uh, digital marketing or marketing in general. Um, and you will have to sort of educate me. So what is the primary difference between digital marketing and marketing? Sure. Uh, so ma- marketing is a uh, is an umbrella term for uh, reaching out to customers, engaging with them, and convincing them to subscribe to your product, service, or idea. Digital marketing is doing all of that through uh, digital channels, and traditional marketing is uh, reaching out to customers and interacting with them through traditional channels. So, digital marketing covers everything you see. A social media ad, an ad on Facebook, an ad on Twitter, an ad on Google. Uh, when you do a Google search, the kind of results that you get. Sometimes when you are reading a product and there's an there's a brand plugin in that, that is digital marketing. Traditional marketing is all your uh, pamphlets, uh, boardings, TV films. All of that is uh, traditional marketing. I think. Uh, Digital marketing is also more, if I'm getting a little technical about it, digital marketing is also uh, more measurable. It is more cost-effective. The And that is why it becomes really uh, good for small brands also. If today I start my own business, maybe a small baking studio, I cannot imagine doing an ad, uh, a TV film. Yeah. It will not be effective. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to reach the entire country, but with the right digital campaign, uh, with a small budget also, I can really manage to make an impact on my audience and help them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 the whole point of I think that's how digital marketing evolved in general, right? Because you wanted to have targeted, targeted uh, marketing and targeted sales yeah. with people who and, are and more measurability. Exactly. Yeah. Shreya, so let me let me tell you the pit, the kind of picture I have when I think about anybody who is a digi- who is into digital marketing, for example. I would imagine that you uh, would get a lot of data about people who are using uh, social media platforms, uh, pro- probably about their topography, about what kind of, you know, population they belong to and all of those kind of stuff. And then you would want to do targeted marketing. So you would want to send targeted ads to those people based on that kind of data. From that perspective, I think you should be super good with numbers. And I also feel somebody who is into digital marketing should be super good with creative creativity. So you should have that kind of uh, mindset as well. Am I right in thinking this or is it something different? <laughs> I think you have a pretty great understanding of digital marketing. Somebody clearly nervous, first <laughs> of all. And uh, you are spot on. Uh, you write about digital marketing being more targeted and being more cost effective which is why uh, which is the number one reason why brands are preferring it over traditional marketing uh, and yes we uh, do have to deal with a lot of data but uh, uh, and our jobs can be super creative also because the attention span of users of uh, people on the internet today is very less so you need to make sure that whatever you're trying to see comes across in the most impactful manner, which is where creative thinking becomes extremely important. Uh, but having said that, there are certain rules which require you to be both number-driven and creative at the same time. But a lot of rules are such that require you to be either of them. Okay. So you could just be doing a lot of number crunching, sitting on Excel day in and day out. Or you could just be doing a lot of creative work and maybe churning out social media content day in and out. So the guys who are basically working on social media content, for example, they would be getting the input from somebody who is into number crunching and then you would probably want to create stuff based on that input. Yeah, absolutely. For all you know, they could be making memes through the day and that could be their <laughs> okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds fun so i mean uh before before we dive a little deeper into uh, understanding how your day looks like and what does a creative strategist exactly mean now this thing is coming to my mind that uh think about data and because we've been talking about this so much in the past years that uh, years that companies are using our data which belongs to us in a way which is not you know ethical and all of, all of those kind of discussion what do you have to say about it being from that industry itself <laughs> um if i trust the leadership i will not be worried about even i don't know a lot of confidential data being in the hands of somebody but if i feel that that person can abuse that Exactly. Then I'm scared. That's that's the scarier part. Yeah, yeah. So for me personally, this is the this is the deal Hmm. And and I also feel that um I know being anonymous cannot serve the purpose because you definitely want to target it to those specific people. But um, if the company, I mean, it also depends on how the companies are sharing that data with with whatever companies they are doing, and the fact that we should be aware about it. You know, I mean. Yeah, or for or just allowing this app to access your mic or camera. 
good but having said that that's the kind of world we are living in right so it's not about one or two people it's about in general what are people demanding and how things are moving ahead so i think that's the world we are yeah, living in yeah you're absolutely right this data can be misused but i'm just uh, i i just want to understand who has that data <laughs> perfect so shreya so now let's let's jump again back to the main topic that we wanted to talk about so i want to understand what does a creative strategist mean and how does your work a typical work day look like sure uh i think creative strategist is a designation given by companies which is manager and assistant manager is too boring and we are <laughs> we are more than that so uh basically i belong to the uh, marketing team of tiktok i am not doing marketing for tiktok but i'm i am doing marketing on tiktok so any brand that wants to advertise on tiktok we help them walk the talk uh what a typical day in my life looks like i am always trying to understand the product better because it is highly nuanced uh i am trying to get insights about a brand about the category about the product uh i am maybe talking to people about it i'm reading case studies as to what is happening in this category what has its stand done earlier i'm reading and rereading a brief a million times i'm collecting data on that then i worked on making a presentation and uh, yeah i think marketers end up making a lot of presentations so do you believe presentations uh watch a lot of tiktoks that's a part of my job occupation is all and uh, yeah and pitching of course pitch to clients have meetings with clients with different stakeholders okay so i mean yeah. typically um shreya what would you say are like the most important skill sets that you should have if you want to get into digital marketing for example like inherently what should you have right uh so i'll answer this in two parts one is that the one is the textbook answer that you read everywhere uh <laughs> that is these always tell you that you should be uh, able to think creatively uh you should be able to derive insights you should be uh, able to uh, present your idea uh, present uh, articulate your ideas uh, for me personally i feel that uh, people skills or your uh, negotiation skills are extremely apart from all of this that i mentioned so uh, if i am trying to sell you something it's an idea that i'm trying to sell you i should be i should be very good at selling that. I'm not a sales person, but okay. 
So, I mean, would you say that anybody who has these qualities, irrespective of whether you have that kind of educational background, can get into marketing? Or do you also need um, a good educational background over there to to be really good, you know, I mean, not just to survive uh, in this industry? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think I personally know a lot of people uh, who have uh, started their own agencies or brands and uh, they are not... Uh, qualified marketers but they are thriving i also know a lot of people from different fields especially engineering uh computer engineers understand tech well so they end up uh, making a career in digital marketing they do phenomenally phenomenally well for themselves for i'd think first couple of years actually not even first couple of years throughout your learning every day you learn about something but uh, you can get the hang of it. It's not it's okay. Not okay. So, is it usual for people to move from one particular um, area to the other area? Like, let's say, from quanti- quantifying data to moving to um, a cr- totally creative role? Is that is that normal? Yeah, yeah, pretty normal. I think uh, people do that all the time. Uh, because of course, I th- I think as humans been inherently told to find our calling at the age of food uh, which is not exactly possible so people are always discovering themselves and like I said I've seen people make one eighty different shifts in their career also and this is a pretty lateral shift so it's very much possible you may have to struggle a little in the beginning but uh, doable sometimes. okay okay I understood yeah. okay um, so Shreya so now let's try to understand a little bit more about you about about you as a person how do you how do you think and all of those kind of stuff and um i see that you um so that in the prep round that we had i i wanted to understand about an experience where you you said you did not meet up your own expectations and uh you've mentioned some some things about that so do you want to talk about it what what happened exactly sure um like I was telling you earlier, Bianca, I feel that uh, while it's great to follow your passion, and that, that is what they always say in the books, but it's also important to be cognizant of your strengths. So uh, if you end up doing something that is aligned with your strengths, you end up thriving in that. And you will, uh, this is something that I strongly believe in. And you will also get uh, rewarded and success in it easier, which is sort of important to keep your motivation higher uh, so that way i feel that i i wish i could have done something differently other, uh, about nift uh, for somebody who's wanting to make a career in the field of marketing which is a very exciting field really lets you unleash your creativity and this the canvas is pretty wide as we discussed you can uh, start off by doing a course in du you need to of course get pretty great marks for that or you there are other Great options as well. I think in India, Xavier's is a pretty great college. NM is a pretty great college. Uh, Christ also has good exposure and opportunities. Uh, Symbiosis. So these colleges give you a good kickstart to sort of become good marketers. You could be from a very different college and still get the best rank and get inside that college. But I think in terms of the kind of exposure you get, which is also extremely uh, underrated. 
uh and college is a lot about that it's not as much about you know your assignments and classes i mean that is also an important part of it but it's about exposure so getting the getting the kind of right, right kind of opportunities with regard to extracurriculars which becomes these become the key talking points in your interviews also so right from that lens these colleges are really Okay. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Um. So, Shreya, tell me one more thing about uh about your job, about your work life in general. Do you get like a lot of time off your work to sort of maintain your work life balance, or have you sort of, you know, tried to balance both the things together? And it's not like a specific dividing line between work and life. Yeah. It's like sort of overlapping. Oh, honestly, Priyanka, I think I'm the wrong person to be asked. this question because i'm somebody who really enjoys work and uh, when i'm enjoying it i don't really feel the need to find a work life balance having said that uh, i feel it can be a hectic job on uh, for various roles for uh, various companies uh, sometimes there are timings that are restricted but if you um, if you again if you're enjoying it you won't feel the heat and i have personally found the time to do everything else that i wanted to also with while working 14 hours a day as well so it's really about that i and and a lot of brands a lot of agencies also give you flexibility to work as per your own time so for example here when i was working at bytedance i was servicing some global markets so my days would start late i would probably have my first call at 8 late uh but i could i could take it easy during the day so that ways i think i think if you have the right management if, you, if the culture is conducive you can definitely work around that exactly work around the work life balance yeah and i mean i've also heard from a lot of other people as well that uh, generally people who are into um let's say creative kind of jobs they generally would not have like a specific like they might not follow the conventional 9 to 5 a uh, work life it yeah, could be yeah, yeah. exactly it could be different and then you have your own zone maybe you are in that zone right now where you are you know your creative mind is working and you don't want to get out of it <laughs> for sure in my agency especially advertising agencies are uh, notorious for it they say that if you want work life balance you should never join agency which is somewhat true true also but even then people are flocking there if you are in the right life stage i think it makes a lot of sense and I feel that the uh, definition of work-life balance has really blurred in today's day and age. You know, you can work from your phone or work from anywhere. Yeah. Last year has really taught us that. Absolutely. So. I mean, I also feel like um, things like work-life balance they sort of trickle down from the top. So it it it's very much it's very very interesting how the uh, the top management or the organizational culture is. It may sound poetic, I but I actually. if you enjoy the work if you feel that drive and if you are working the right culture culture is extremely important for picking an organization or pick where you want to work i feel it will really determine the fate of your experience there uh you will be able to work around that too much work or too little work issue also. yeah and 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 that also our phases right sure so it's like sometime you might have like more work sometime you might have lesser work and if that's the case i mean if it's on and off it's fine but if on an average you are you're supposed to work like 
too much and you're not able to find out time for your personal life because of course everybody wants to you know do other stuff as well and eventually you are earning because you want to do to to live a nice lifestyle and i think good amount of years in your career until maybe you are you have kids and you want to spend time with them you feel you are driven by the need to learn and uh, that really becomes your deciding factor for you and you end up having that drive to really spend all those mad hours at work also um, i it's kind of i don't know if it's sad to see this but i think we're all slaves of capitalism in a sense that <laughs> i i don't know i can't imagine a life without work or i can't imagine a conversation without thinking of work uh so so maybe if i have too much free time and i don't know what i'll do at that time i can't imagine that a scenario where i work from 10 to 5 and then i forget about it. <laughs> uh yeah i mean uh i i was living a similar kind of life when i was in india and uh at that point of time work was was honestly every single thing for me like i was attending calls even at uh, 9 pm in the night and probably texting even at 11 pm because i don't know somebody was supposed to send something somewhere and those kind of stuff but i have honestly noticed this this here uh, in in germany in europe especially that people are very very picky about their after office hours and there are like certain countries who have these kind of restrictions that the companies cannot send email after let's say 8 pm in the night or you cannot have any kind of work related conversation over the weekend you cannot do that but having said that i mean i think this is one of the biggest issues companies are trying to solve solve at the moment because everybody has become so approachable it's like everybody uh, is available all the time because now you have your phones you have your tab laptop whatever you can work from home um you are expected sort of to be able to be available when needed but it's a very thin line you know it's a very thin line and it should it's very dependent on the person so if if the person does not has any issue with it it's totally fine but if they have issue with it then then yeah. that should also be fine <laughs> yeah which is why i feel the whole equation of culture comes into picture that your organization should to mean an understanding enough and there are while there are a lot of toxic companies out there there are a lot of understanding companies also so hmm. they would understand if you you need a break of just because your mental health uh, is not allowing you to work in your best element hmm. uh, and they would understand if you need to take it slow right now yeah here in india hmm yeah yeah i think it will it will uh, it is evolving and it will keep evolving because of course there's a lot of globalization a lot of knowledge or transfer you know knowledge flow everywhere everybody is getting to yeah. know what's happening in the other countries and continents <laughs> um right. so shreya tell me what is that thing that sort of uh, drives you what what is it that you're looking forward to to sort of grow or to you know get up every single day and and do something in your life um i think uh, i i think it's just a sheer enjoyment of working and i feel that i'm somebody who's driven more by everyday small wins than a big win at the end of the road i don't know if i say want to win an award for <laughs> two years down the line but i do know that you know, there's this pitch 
that I'm working on and I want to practice. It will give you a lot of joy. So these these that everyday small wins of tools is something that I worked on getting consciously, and it has really helped me also. So uh, that is what it it is. Yeah, it's it's so, very very coincidental because I have been thinking about this thing for I don't know maybe one or two weeks now, where I am constantly telling myself every day, okay, one step at a time, one day at a time. Because <laughs> if you look at the longer picture, sometimes it can overwhelm you because there are there is so much uncertainty. You cannot really decide a lot of stuff, right? So. Yeah. It's better that you take one step at a time, and then you can put your effort at the right place because, you know, that day is important for you. So if you put your effort at the right place, I think it's it's fine. Eventually, it will, it will turn out to be something awesome. <laughs> for sure, and you know, life is so unpredictable, especially the times that we are living in. And I really believe in the proverb: "Man proposes, God disposes." So I feel that whole approach of long term goals. Uh, I know we've all grown up reading about that and we've been to asked in job interviews at the age of 21, where do you see yourself 10 years down the line? Exactly, yeah. I don't know if that question <laughs> makes sense right now because because life is changing at a pace that you can't even imagine. Right. And you don't even know if what we are chasing today will exist later. And that dream, maybe when we realize it, it's not. it doesn't feel worthwhile. It, I'm sure it has happened to you. It has definitely ha- happened to me. So, so it's better to take it one day at a time. A small win, taking a campaign live, optimizing your writing a great copy, or optimizing your Google campaign could be just yeah a good win for the day. Just that one thing, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And it, it it it's actually a very good strategy. Like it has been told in a lot of uh if self-improvement books and I don't know videos and everywhere that you should just take one day at a time that will make your life much more easier yeah Yeah, so I I think I I, what I started doing when I was feeling really hassled at work was that I started making lists I had a proper diary kept next to me I would make lists and at the end of each day I would strike items off the list and it was therapeutic. It made me feel good about the day that I had spent. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I also feel that when you don't have this kind of, when you don't either, either you write it down, like physically write it down or you have it in your head and uh, you're trying to sort of um, check some stuff that, okay, I've done this. If you look at your week and you cannot tell every single day what is the thing that you did, you will feel like, okay, I did not do anything specific. But if you start writing it down, you would know that, okay, I did so much in this particular week. So it could be a good practice for a lot of people. Um, So Shreya, a last, and I mean, towards the end, I want to uh, take a last piece of advice from you that you would want to share with our listeners from your personal experiences or um, yeah, from, from the life that you have led till now. What would you want to say? sure I think it's very interesting that I'm giving advice because usually I'm that person who's always seeking advice from people but yeah if I have to say something I'd say a couple of things Uh, first of all you need to be a good people's person for whatever work you're doing I don't know of a job wherein you can thrive without having good collaborator skills so make sure a lot of jobs are essentially just managing people so uh, make sure you do that and uh, uh, you need to be of course 
for a career in digital marketing or marketing PR degree and stuff and lastly i think uh, whatever you're doing it really while there's a lot of uh, help available on the internet it really helps to have a one on one conversation with people take that advice stop and reflect on that yeah so that sort of stuff really puts things in perspective it could be career advice or it could be work related advice yeah, yeah of course yeah i mean i i totally agree with every single thing that you say shreya uh, and i also am a very big fan of having like a a, a personal you know a person you can go and talk to it could it could be a mentor it could be a counselor it could be your parents whoever it could be a friend and it could also be possible that you do don't really get an advice from them you just want to go and you know talk to somebody i i think sometimes just doing that also helps <laughs> yeah of course and it's not just for big questions like what should you do next in your career but even if say i have to uh work on a pitch and i have four ideas to present yeah if i just articulate it to someone and then maybe i'll only end up questioning myself and correcting myself yeah but having that conversation really helps yeah yeah of course it does okay perfect thank you so much shreya for your time it was a wonderful conversation thank you so much for making me a little Likewise. more educated about digital marketing <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much priyanka Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If in case you guys are interested to know more about different career opportunities, know about what people exactly do, how do they reach there, or are just interested in behind the scenes of people's stories, feel free to follow us on Instagram or send me a connect invite on LinkedIn.